Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? I couldn't be better. <laughs> so what comes out last night, oh. and I quote in a SarahCarter.com article, it was all a setup from oh. one of her sources. What have we been telling you for the last five, six months now. It was a setup. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was a setup. I told you. So we'll walk you through this. Uh, it is uh, Sarah Carter's article is just tremendous. Um, but again, if you've been listening, a lot of this, uh, Sarah's got great sources, by the way. Um, a lot of this may be, uh, you know, you may be like, okay, now it's starting to make sense mm. how they actually did this. And I think we may have a grasp on paragraph one. In other words, how the FBI and CIA uh, and intelligence sources started this investigation against Trump. Joe, we may have some information on that. Yeah, that uh, makes it good. Yeah, wink we need and a nod. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is going to be just delicious at the end of this show. Yeah, baby. All right, today's show brought to you by buddies at My Patriot Supply. Did you see that article about EMPs? Uh, Paul Bedard's Washington Secrets has it about electromagnetic pulse where they detonate a nuclear weapon in the atmosphere, sending an electromagnetic pulse into frying the grid. Uh, Paul Bedard has an article about how devastating this would be. Well, if an emergency sp- uh, strikes, what's your first impulse? If your answers run to the grocery store, you'll likely find chaos and nothing on empty grocery shelves. How do you avoid this? It's simple. Prepare now. We ensure everything in our lives it matters ensure your food supply use today to make a plan and to prepare one practical place to start is storing up food in your home i trust and use my patriot supply for my food storage i buy the stuff myself i always tell you i could probably get it for free from them but i buy it i have about i don't know 10 15 boxes of it in my house you too can be ready for earthquakes hurricanes long-term power outages and more Here's a special that makes it simple. Each person in your home should have a two-week emergency food supply for my patriot supply and they'll give it to you these kits are now, Joe, only $75. That's wow. it. And contain 92 servings of breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Yeah. Take action. Call 888-411-8926 or go to my special website, preparewithdan.com. That's preparewithdan.com. Preparewithdan.com. The food lasts up to 25 years in stores. Meals come uh, packed in a rugged, slimline tote, too. Only $75. Rest tonight knowing you're prepared. Go to preparewithdan.com or call 888-411-8926. Okay. So, Sarah Carter, bombshell article. Of course, uh, Sarah's done some really terrific job, uh, terrific work in this case. You've seen her on Hannity just about every night exposing this. She's a terrific investigative reporter. Yeah. And she has an article out about uh, two things about the Halper connection and paragraph one in the case. The Halper information in the article is absolutely stunning. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, if you missed the story, Stefan Halper is alleged to have been a CIA FBI spy, um, a spy uh, activated to spy on the Trump team and pull, pull, pull information out. I've been suggesting to you that this is actually two separate scandals here. The attack on the Trump team was a scandal in who pushed the information in about the Russians. In other words, how did the Trump team get this information about Russians having dirt on Hillary? The Democrat theory is that the Russians told them that, and therefore they were colluding with the Russians. That theory is garbage. It is, as Marva, what Marv Albert used to call uh, during the Nick, uh, Knicks games, that is extensive garbage time. That is nonsense. I've been suggesting to you the information was pushed in by people working with our intelligence community, the Obama administration, to frame and set up the Trump team. Now, interestingly enough, Sarah Carter's source quote says it was all a setup. Yes, yes, it was. 
Now, are we clear on the push and the pull? Who pushed the information in? Democrats tell you it the Russia, it's the Russians. I don't believe that's the case. I believe it was members of the IC intelligence community attached to the Obama administration in a setup on the Trump team that pushed this information about the Russians having dirt on Hillary into the Trump orbit for the purpose of pulling it out. Now, what Sarah Carter has is just incredible. Carter has a source on this Lovinger case mm-hmm. that is exposing the depths of the involvement of Stefan Halper. Now, Follow me, folks. This is important. The biggest scandal of our generation here. Lovinger is this whistleblower who has some association with the Department of Defense, works for the government. And he notices, Joe, that Stefan Halper, who, again, is alleged to be this spy working with the FBI and the CIA to go and contact the Trump team and pull this information out, pull this information about the Russians out so that they can use it to spy on them. A devious little scam when you think about it, right? Oh, yes. Lovinger senses something, Joe. He looks at some of these records and he finds out that Halper is being paid $1 million a year. Reminds me of Austin Powers. $1 million a year by the DOD. Or $1 million, I should say. Maybe uh, not per year. $1 million by the DOD for, for for writing papers. And Lovinger's like, wow, this is an awful lot of money. Something's up here. So this guy Lovinger becomes a whistleblower. Now, Lovinger hasn't been on TV, but his lawyer, a guy named Sean Bigley, was on TV last night in a just astonishing interview on The Hannity Show with Sarah Carter and Greg Jarrett. He finds out that uh, Halper's being paid $1 million to write these papers, and he's like, hey, what's up with this? Who is this guy? What is he doing? Why is he being paid a $1 million? So he becomes a whistleblower. For some reason, Joe, a full, well, I think you and I know the reason. There is a full court press against Lovinger to make him go away and a shut him up stat. All right. To make him quiet down and make him quiet down quickly. So Lovinger opens his mouth and says, hey, why are we paying this guy a million dollars? This guy Halper, who now uh, we're reasonably confident, has some connection to the intelligence community use and, 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 their, and, their, uh, and their targeted effort to target the Trump team. Now the New York Times story makes sense. So just to be clear, what with the I'll get to the new breaking news in a minute on Halper. The new breaking news on Halper um, it, that Sarah Carter. Let me just get it out now. I'm sorry for this. I'm really excited about this show today because there's so much happening right now, and the fact that the setup is being exposed is just overwhelming. The news about Halper is that Halper has deep ties to the Russians himself. Oh, oh, oh! So we were told the whole time. That it's the Trump team that was colluding with the Russians to influence and win an election when, in fact, U.S. intelligence community assets, guys like Halper, who some very credible allegations was working to target the Trump team on behalf of the Obama administration and others, that this guy may be connected to the Russians himself. Now, Joe, the New York Times story is making a world of sense. What am I talking about? Mm hmm. In the last week or so, the New York Times put out a story talking about how, oh, Joe, our our relationship with spies in Russia that were giving us valuable information on Russia. Oh, it's totally dried up. Oh, this is so bad. It's a catastrophe. Boo hoo. This is really awful. So the New York Times put out this story. and A lot of people, notably uh, Jordan uh, Schachtel over at Conservative Review, he's been all over this. Like, I don't get it. Why would the New York Times put this story out now? You may say, because journalism. <laughs> Wait, journal, the New York Times? No, there's always a reason. 
The New York Times always has an agenda for writing a story, right? (laughs) So a lot of people were questioning what is coming up and what is going to break the dam that has the New York Times running proactive interference on this Russian intelligence story. So just to be clear on what the story is, the New York Times saying... They were insinuating that exposing Halper as a spy has frightened all of our intelligence sources in Russia. Our Russian intel's dried up. This is a major threat to national security. And a lot of people were like, okay, why are they doing this? Why are they running cover for Halper now? Now it makes sense. Someone probably got wind that this Sarah Carter story was coming out. I don't know if they got a leak or whatever it may be. But the New York Times is running interference to make sure that this Halper bombshell that Halper may have in fact been associated with the Russians himself goes away preemptively. They're trying to run interference to get the Halper story out of the media because they cannot have the media believe for a moment, not even for a second, that the Obama administration was using active intelligence spy assets to spy on a political opposition. Ping, pow, zoom. By the way, I watched Casino this weekend. That's a great movie too. Unfortunately, it's Robert De Niro who I'm really angry at lately. But that's that's another classic. Classic. If you can get past your dinner, it was on like AMC or whatever it was. So let me walk you through this again. So Carter's story, it's a long story. It's at the show notes today. It's at sarahcarter.com. It is definitely worth your time. Halper, alleged to be the spy, one of the spies that the Obama administration uses to pull information out of the Trump team to make it appear that the Trump team is colluding with the Russians. A whistleblower finds out that Halper has been paid about a million dollars by the Obama administration through Department of Defense contracts. He speaks out about this. Hey, what's going on with this guy? Why is he getting paid all this money? Mm-hmm. Instead of getting whistleblower status and being protected, the Obama administration comes after him full bore. And they they uh, they send him over to what it, they call in the article the land of misfit toys, which is like, you know, a, 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 a rubber room, you know, yeah. where you're just sent in there and to languish and to shut your mouth. They try to shut this guy up desperately, probably sensing that their connection, the Obama administration's connection to Halper is this is uh, no bueno. This is really, really bad. The New York Times last week runs a story. Our Russian spies are drying up, insinuating at some point that it was the exposing of Halper and Halper's name that is, in fact, doing this running preemptive interference. But here's where it gets really, really fascinating. So, of course, the the Democrat liberal media narrative the entire time has been Trump has been colluding with the Russians. But Sarah Carter's source here blows it out of the water suggesting that it's Halper that has deep ties to the Russians himself. And she produces the links to documents in the article that this guy, Halper himself, may have deep ties to the Russians. Yeah, you're darn right, which opens all kinds of new questions now. Now, let me read to you from SarahCarter.com because this is incredible. It says, ironically, documents obtained by Sarah Carter, Sarah A. Carter.com, excuse me, Sarah A. Carter.com, suggest that Halper also had invited, this is insane, senior Russian intelligence officials to co-teach his course on several occasions. And according to news reports, he also accepted money to finance the course from a top Russian oligarch with ties to Putin. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> so a spy working for the Obama administration, working for the intelligence community that we know has made contact with the Trump team. Those aren't allegations. We have the emails. 
that has made contact with the Trump team in an effort to query them about Russian ties is tied to Russians himself, including a major Russian donor by the name of Andrei Cheglakov, who has given tons of money to Halper and has funded this this uh, this journal through Veriscript that these guys use in their intelligence seminar. This is insane. It says, it goes on, several course syllabi from 2012 to 2015 obtained by this outlet reveal Halper had invited and co-taught his course on intelligence. Oh, this is great. With the former director of Russian intelligence, General Vladimir I. Trubnikov. Oh, nothing to see there, folks. This guy, let, let, I mean, let me, let's be clear what we're talking about. The setup now is becoming absolutely crystal clear. Yeah. It gets better. I haven't even gotten to paragraph one yet. Let me just establish this part first. The spy who multiple reports claim is working for the Obama administration, the intelligence community, and the FBI to gather information on the Trump team about their contacts with Russians that they pushed in. Yeah. I'm sure they pushed in. This guy has contacts with Russians himself and has some kind of financial arrangement at his Cambridge Intelligence Seminar he teaches at with a Russian tied to Putin. And one of the people teaching the course with him is the former head of a Russian intelligence service, a a, a General Trubnikov. Are you serious? As the lawyer... And uh, Jarrett and Sarah Carter said last night on Hannity, it's amazing what these people do, the Democrats. The absolute, what, what did uh, Sean call him? Huevos. Having the, uh, the cojones, right? <laughs> to not only do this, but to do it and claim that it's actually your opponent colluding with the Russians when the Russian ties were yours the whole time. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to respect the genius of these people. Really? You don't have to like it, and I sure don't. But the deviousness, the pure, unadulterated strategery of these guys to use the media. I'll get to that in a second, too. To use the media to advance the narrative that Trump was colluding with the Russians when the ties to the Russians are all on the side of the Trump opponents is absolutely incredible. Now, Chuck Ross has a piece as well at the Daily Caller I have up in the show notes about how an FBI agent by the name of John Maffa, who was involved in the Clinton email investigation with Peter Stroke, Mm -hmm. Joe, how he told them on the record up on Capitol Hill that the FBI was actually using media reports from leaks they generated to go and spy on using FISA warrants. Oh, my gosh. Think about what I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen. This is a senior FBI agent by the name of Maffa. It's incredible. He's up on Capitol Hill saying that they are using leaked press reports. The FBI leaked them. In other words, I I don't like Joey Bag of Donuts. We think he robbed the bank. Yahoo News. We think Joey Bag of Donuts robbed the bank. The FBI takes the Yahoo News story into the FISA court. Look, it looks like Joey Bag of Donuts robbed the bank. Yahoo News is saying it. No, you're saying it. I've heard this somewhere before, haven't you? Yeah, yes. This this was the whole nexus (laughs) of the Carter Page FISA warrant. The Carter Page FISA warrant, which actually cites Yahoo News <laughs> articles from Michael Isikoff. Yeah. Of course you've heard yeah. this before. Good bull. Yeah. Yes. 
I bring that up because this is how the whole uh, Russian collusion nonsense yeah. started. The, it is the Democrats and the anti-Trump crowd that has been colluding with Russians and people connected with the Russians the entire time. Folks, this thing is disgusting. This thing is filth. Now we got Bruce Orr up on the hill today. We'll see what comes out of that. That's the information laundering scandal. But remember, this is three separate scandals, Spygate. It is the information laundering operation, cleaning up the dossier to make it seem legit. It's the spying operation, which is what we're talking Mm -hmm. about now. The use of Halper and other spy assets to spy on, on an opposition political campaign. And it's the setup, the framing of Trump, which I believe strongly that Papadopoulos may have been a victor of, of, of through Mifsud. Now, this gets better. This gets better. You know what? I'm going to fire through this. So let me, you know what? Let me just read right. this, Joe, because I want to get this done. This is important, and I'm going to pay for the show, but I want to fire through this, um, you know, without interruption. So uh, bear with me Don't for a minute. Bro. Hey, um, the show is also brought to you today by Truthfinder. Did you ever meet someone for the first time and have a bad feeling about them? Yeah, I, I wish. Um, I really wish Papadopoulos would have used <laughs> Truthfinder. Right? It could be a. It could be a look or just. <laughs> it could be a look or something. They said. There's a way you can find out if your gut instinct is right using the same research tools private investigators use: government, public records. Truthfinder provides access to background reports. It's really simple for almost everybody in the country. I, I checked out myself. It's pretty cool. Public records information like criminal records, past addresses, contact information, birthdays, and a whole lot more. Protect yourself and your family by finding out if someone has a few dangerous felonies on their record. Look up the address of an old friend or find out if someone is lying about their age. Military veterans even use Truthfinder to get in touch with people they've served with. My listeners can now get 15% off when you visit truthfinder.com slash Bongino and become a member today. You'll get unlimited background checks. As a bonus, you'll get access to Truthfinder's dark web monitoring and protect yourself against identity theft. Just go to truthfinder.com slash Bongino for 15% off and enter a name to pull your first report. That's truthfinder.com slash Bongino. Go check it out. It's pretty cool. All right. So this on the spying operation, this thing gets even worse. Sarah Carter goes on. At the end of the piece, what, what have we been asking? The big question we've been asking for a while, and we've had some... And my new book kind of alludes to it in many spots. We've been asking for a while, Joe, what's paragraph one? What is the FBI hiding? What started the Trump investigation? You know, when I wrote reports, paragraph one always describes what starts your report. You get a call from a bank fraud investigator, a person walks in. Why can't the FBI answer a question about what started the investigation into Trump team, into the Trump team? Joe, their story has changed, what, 10 or 15 Man, times? It was Carter Page. It was George Papadopoulos. They keep moving the story around. Why can't they answer the question? Ladies and gentlemen, now we have some hints as to why. Hat tip Sarah Carter. Was this all about Mike Flynn the entire time? Now, we've got a really solid strong sourcing on this one that have turned us on to this a long time ago but carter does some great great work here was this about mike flynn lieutenant general mike flynn the entire time in other words an effort to take down the trump team that initially started with the targeting of mike flynn now let me give you some background folks this is important stuff whether you love the spygate story you you don't love the spygate story This particular component of the story is uh, frightening, 
horrifying, atrocious, scary. I don't know how to describe how how awful this is. Mike Flynn, obviously, is a decorated United States military officer, had the rank of lieutenant general and ran the Defense Intelligence Agency, which is the, the basically the defense community's corollary to the CIA. This is a guy read in on most of the major intelligence operations. He's a central figure in the development and gathering of U.S. intelligence for the political community to make appropriate decisions on. Mike Flynn and Barack Obama do not see the world the same way. Flynn sees Al-Qaeda and other uh, jihadist entities, sees them as an existential almost threat to the United States. The Obama administration sees it as workplace violence. Without giving you the entire background of the story, um, that just th- th- that sums up what you need to know for yeah. now. Later on, we can go maybe into more detail uh, if if the you know if and when the case starts to blow open a little more hint hint right. But know this, Joe, the Obama administration and Flynn, who is the DIA director under Obama, they don't see the world the same way. Flynn becomes vocal about it. The Obama administration doesn't like it at all. The Obama administration, which has a history of using its intelligence community to target, frighten away, uh, suppress internal voices they don't like and external voices they don't like. Remember John Brennan um, and the CIA spying on the Capitol Hill computers. Of course, we had the Jim Clapper nonsense up on the Hill where he wouldn't admit about the metadata spying. The Obama administration um, really had police state tendencies which were unprecedented in American history. That's just an uncomfortable fact for you liberals out there who don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. That's the case. They've got this internal voice in Flynn. They've got to shut down. Here's a fascinating development in this case. Some of the information is old, but the source lends some new color to it. Back in 2014, Joe, Mike Flynn, who I remember now, there's a big schism between him and Obama. Mm. The Obama administration wants to shut him down, right? Mike Flynn gets invited to the Cambridge Intelligence Seminar. Who extends the invite? Oh, Halper, Halper, the same guy we just mentioned with ties to this Russian, uh, uh, wealthy Russian connected to Putin and with ties to this Russian general that's teaching a course with him at the Cambridge Intelligence Seminar. Flynn gets invited to this dinner in 2014. At this dinner, this woman by the name of Olga, what's her name? Olga Lakova. Lakova sits next to Flynn and they have some, you know, conversation or whatever it may be. Later on, allegations start to leak out that Flynn and this woman had some inappropriate contact, that Flynn may have had contacts with the Russians that should have been reported. Uh, of course, some insinuations about other nefarious behavior. You get it, mm-hmm. Joe. It's a woman. He's a man. You know, Uh-oh. keep in mind. These allegations are a complete joke. They're a farce. Matter of fact, an investigation later on showed that the conversation afterwards an email was almost entirely, not almost, was entirely innocuous. There's no evidence that anything untoward happened between Mike Flynn at this woman and this woman at this 2014 uh, seminar at all. Matter of fact, the woman is, is livid that these allegations even surfaced because she's like, hey, this damaged my reputation. I did nothing wrong. 
According to some reporting, Joe, who is thought to have been the source for these charges? Stefan Halper. Is this crazy? Here, let me read. This is from the Carter.com piece, SarahACarter.com. And it was in 2016 when Halper told the FBI. By the way, 2016, this is two years later. Is this awfully coincidental or what? Who was he talking to about before this? When It was 2016 when Halper told the FBI that he witnessed concerning interactions between Russian academic Svetlana Lakova, excuse me, not Olga, Svetlana Lakova and Flynn at the February 2014 seminar dinner. This suspicion, Joe, without any proof, was then leaked to papers in London. Here we go with London again. And eventually discussed in the U.S. media. Lakova told the BBC in May of 2017 when she first saw the allegations raised in the media, she thought it was a joke. Numerous sources with knowledge of the allegations Halper made about Flynn said that they were, quote, absolutely false and that Flynn and Lakova only spoke for a short time at the dinner. Several email exchanges between Lakova, Flynn, and his assistant that took place after the dinner were generic in nature. Folks, this is an unbelievable setup that is so detailed and layered. You almost have to admire the the depravity of it, how detailed this thing was. Let me suggest to you that it's starting to make sense now what happened, okay? Mm -hmm. Halper's a known intelligence community asset who's been working with the intelligence community in the United States for years. Halper teaches in London, uh, teaches over in the UK, excuse me, at this Cambridge Intelligence Seminar. Sitting on that intelligence seminar with him is a Russian, a former Russian head of one of their intelligence services, this guy, uh, Trubnikov. There's Russian money flowing to Halper-associated operations through this guy, Andrei Cheglakov. So Halper's now connected to United Kingdom intelligence assets, uh, Russian former intelligence assets. Halper is a key player in this thing. Also with Halper, Halper teaches in this Cambridge Intelligence Seminar with a guy named Richard Dearlove, the former head of the UK Intelligence Service. Richard Dearlove, this is in my book, Documented Till Kingdom Come, it's going to blow your mind. Richard Dearlove, the former head of one of the UK Intelligence Services, who is in this intelligence seminar with Halper. We tracking, mm-hmm. Joe. Stop me if this doesn't no, make no, sense. Dearlove can't stand Trump. Dearlove, you got to read some of the quotes we have in the book. Dear Love does not like uh, Trump's travel ban. Dear Love does not like Trump's position on uh, on Muslim terrorism. He does not like any of this. Dear Love has a significant beef against Donald Trump. Dear Love and the UK intelligence services have a significant problem with enhanced interrogation and any potential change in that posture. The Obama administration aligns with these ideological beliefs, wink it or not. They go to an old standby, Halper. Halper works with Dear Love. Halper and Dear Love have contacts, well, Dear Love specifically, with a UK opposition research, former intelligence firm called Hacklet. This is important. This is critical. Hacklet is one of those fusion GPS type firms that employs former intelligence officers. It's private. But Hacklett uses people like Christopher Steele and others 
Steele's working for Fusion GPS, to be clear, but uses former intelligence officers to go get intelligence in the private market. So if you're a company, Joe, you're doing a deal in whatever, Indonesia, Mm -hmm. uh, you want former intelligence officers to give you the scoop on what's going on on the ground, you hire a company like Hacklet. Again, Fusion GPS did the same thing in the United States by hiring a former intelligence officer in Steele to gather intel on Donald Trump. This is not uncommon. Hacklet where Dear Love is associated, has a bunch of of former Obama people and Obama-associated people who interact with them often. Hacklett Steele has an association with Hacklett. Dear Love has an association with Hacklett. Alexander Downer, the guy who uh, meets with Papadopoulos in the bar and, and, and alleges that Papadopoulos said something about dirt on Hillary. Downer has an association with Hacklett. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to start putting the pieces together. Is it possible that this goes back deeper and and, uh, this goes back farther than we have any idea? That this may have gone back to 2014 and paragraph one may have been an operation to set up Mike Flynn to take him down in case Mike Flynn is appointed later on in the Republican administration. Oh, it sounds like a conspiracy theory. Yeah, except it actually happened. So back in 2014, Halper invites Flynn, invites Flynn to this meeting. They know there's going to be Russians there. Halper then later on knows they have that information in their back pocket that Flynn sat at a table in 2014 with some Russians. Who cares? But that doesn't matter. We're not looking at the truth here. We're looking at the setup. It was all a setup. Read the quote in the Sarah Carter piece. The guy's crystal clear at the end. This is all a setup. That this may have gone back. This is why paragraph one doesn't make sense. Because there is no paragraph one. This started way back in 2014 in an effort to take down Flynn. So the effort to take down Flynn in 2014, they don't have anything, Joe. Flynn meets with this woman, uh, uh, Svetlana Lakova. Mm-hmm. They probably know they don't have anything. They don't have any compromising photos. Flynn's not sending her emails asking for dirt on Hillary. So Halper probably pockets the information and puts it in his back pocket. Because you know what? There's nothing really untoward here, but if we need it later on, we can probably use it. The presidential campaign heats up. Mike Flynn goes on the presidential campaign for Trump and starts speaking out against Hillary. He has the locker up moment. Remember this? All of a sudden, Joe, people on Hillary's side of the aisle connected with Obama start to freak out. Mm. Uh oh. Mike Flynn, who, who, you know, had a had a you know, it was a DIA guy who has all the goods on us and who knows the inner workings of the Obama administration and the corrupt intelligence community he was monitoring. I'm not talking about the, the workers. I'm talking about the management, mm-hmm. the Brennan types here, right? And the Clapper mm-hmm. types. Flynn's got the dirt on all of this. So now it's 2015. They start to panic. How do we take down? How do we take down Flynn? If we don't take down Flynn, Joe and he gets an intelligence community position, they're going to know about all the things we did. The Iran deal, all this other stuff, all the corrupt use of the intelligence community. Flynn's out there talking about locking uh, Hillary up or, you know, with the locker up chant. We're in real trouble. Someone says, hey, Joe, you remember that guy we used to use, Halper? Yeah, yeah, I do, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I remember that yeah. guy. Yeah, we used to remember an intelligence yeah. guy. Wasn't he at a thing in 2014 with Flynn? Why, yes! Yeah. Yes, he was! Mm-hmm. Yes, a matter of fact, he was at a thing in 2014 with yeah. Flynn. Ring, ring, ring. Hey, Stefan, 
Were you at a thing in 2014 with Flynn? I was. Were there Russians there? As a matter of fact, there were. Remember, we tried to set them up and it didn't work. Oh, oh. Do you still have that information? All of a sudden, they're like, yeah, Flynn. Flynn's going to be our guy. What's the problem, though? They didn't have anything on Flynn. The charges of his, uh, you know, untoward interaction with this Russian woman thing are garbage. They're bogus. There's no there there. But they can use it. They can use it to probe a little bit. They can kind of feel around. What do we got? What are we looking at? Are we looking at Flynn, uh, you know, colluding with the Russians? They don't have anything. Now it makes sense, Joe, why they move on to others. They go back to Halper. Hey, Stefan, how about you email Carter Page? By the way, that's not speculation. That happened. Okay, yeah. Carter Page and Stefan Halper. Carter, who's Carter Page? He was a low-level foreign policy advisor. Remember, Trump announces in March. This is critical. He announces that uh, it, he basically shows a piece of paper to uh, 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 the New York Times and says, hey, here's my foreign policy, guys. So it gets out there that Carter Page and George Papadopoulos have joined the team. The FBI that's having a really tough time taking down Mike Flynn, Joe, now is like, OK, what are we going to do with Flynn? Well, maybe we can get him later on something different. Oh, <clears throat> the Logan Act thing that happened later. But for now, we're going to have to sideline Flynn. But here's what we do. We got to keep this Russian thing going because we've been working with Russians through Halper to bring these people in and set them up. So we got to get the Trump team colluding with the Russians so we can knock that story down in the, in the event we lose. Well, I got an idea. Let's have Halper, who's already invited Flynn to this Cambridge Intelligence Seminar and has obviously been gathering some information based on the reporting because it says, again, that Halper in 2016 is the one that reported about Flynn and this Russian woman at the 2014 mm-hmm. dinner. So he says, okay, the Flynn thing's not working out. Well, I got an idea. Let's email other Trump people. Well, who do we got? Well, Trump just announced the foreign policy team. Let's go for these two guys, Carter Page and George Papadopoulos. Papa D, let's get him in there. So what does Halper do? Halper emails Carter Page and has him take a trip over to the Cambridge Intelligence Seminar in the United Kingdom again, where the surveillance laws are a little looser and Halper's already connected to these former intelligence officials, notably Dearlove, who's with them at the Cambridge Intelligence Seminar. He works with them there. The Carter Page thing doesn't work out, Joe. They have to keep going. Mm-hmm. I could see Halper, dear love, sitting there. Like, what are we going to do now? Hey, there's this guy in Hacklett, this Australian ambassador, Downer. Maybe if we set up a meeting with him and Papadopoulos, Papadopoulos will say something about Russians. That's what we need. Let's do it. Next thing you know, in May, Papadopoulos shows up in a bar, meets with Downer, mentions something about the Russians. Well, amazingly, it filters back to the FBI. But remember, never through official channels. It gets filtered back through the State Department because the official channels will uncover the scam. There are rank and file workers who would probably see this and be like, wait, wait, where did this come from? Who set this whole thing up? Nobody wants questions asked. So it gets filtered through who? The State Department. Most likely back to Fusion, back to Nellie Orr, to her husband Bruce Orr in the DOJ, which is funneled right back into the FBI. Do you see the depths of depravity going on here, folks? What a scam this is. 
Now, once this whole thing is exposed, they have to shut Flynn up stat. The Mueller team panics. Everyone else panics. Someone in the Mueller team goes, hey, wait, didn't we interview Flynn after the election? We did. Well, did the interview match up perfectly to what we know about the transcript of his recording with the Russian ambassador Kislyak? No, not perfectly. Was he honest? Uh, probably. There were no signs of de- signs of deception. Let's lock him up anyway for false statements to the FBI because they have to shut him up. Just like the Obama administration had to shut him up in 2014. Tell me again how Mueller's a good guy, please. Because he's not. Folks, this thing is a devastating scheme. This is a devastating, devastating scheme. Now, also, I want to know, and everybody needs to know, we need to get Halper now in front of a congressional committee, and you need to find out exactly what his level of involvement with the Russians was was during this entire scam. We know there's Russian money flowing into operations associated with Halper through this Russian multimillionaire. We also know that he is teaching a course with a former head of a Russian intelligence service unquestionably connected to Putin at the same time he's trying to set up Papadopoulos, Carter Page, who he's emailing, and Mike Flynn, who he invites to this intelligence seminar. Now, does the New York Times interference story make sense, Joe? (laughs) Right? Yeah. We we better make this go away quick. Let's... Here's what the New York Times was doing. Let me just take right. a note because I don't. There's one final part to this that's going to seal this deal for you. Take this check to the bank and cash it. The New York Times wrote that piece last week, earlier, because they want to scare Republican lawmakers. I have no doubt. How, Joe? They put a piece out there in the public alleging that there's going to be severe damage to the national security Mm. community. We've already seen it because sources in Russia are drying up and they hint that it's due to the Halper thing. Why would they do that, Joe? Because they know the Halper thing's about to Mm -hmm. blow up. Halper's the one who emails Carter Page. Halper's the one who emails George Papadopoulos. Halper's connected to Hacklett. Halper's connected to Richard Dearlove, former uh, UK intelligence official connected to Hacklett. Alexander Downer meets with Papadopoulos is connected to Hacklett. Oh, Halper, now we find out from Sarah Carter, has Russian ties and is associated with Russian money and people connected to Putin. How much information was filtering through the Russians? Where was it going? Was it going to ore? Was it going to fusion was it going to fusion through steel was then it being laundered through bruce bruce or back into the fbi now we find out halper was involved with this flynn thing as far back as 2014 just how long have they been trying to take mike flynn down is mike flynn paragraph one is the failure of the effort to take down mike flynn is that the real paragraph one that led to the fake paragraph one? Oh, we were really targeting papadopoulos when the whole time you were targeting flynn and it didn't work out oh boy <laughs> the new york times is trying to scare these people into not asking questions about halper because now what they're going to do is as the questions on halper are answered and halper becomes the linchpin and the key to this entire thing joe And the whole house of cards collapses, right? It was all a setup. Don't forget that quote. We've been saying this forever. Mm -hmm. The New York Times to shut them down is going to say, hey, we wrote this article two weeks ago warning you guys. And what's going to happen? Anything that happens anywhere around the world is going to be blamed on the Republicans. Look, there was a... 
there was a coup attempt in East Tuna Fish. That's clear. We warned the Republicans not to expose Halper. It was clearly due, but the source is drying up. We would have known about it otherwise. This is the New York Times desperately running cover to make the Halper story go away. Why? Because there are reporters in the New York Times and elsewhere that were being used to, to, uh, to advance this entire collusion scheme the entire time. Byron York has a tweet up that is devastating. Quinn Hillier, who I don't even know, but humiliated himself on Twitter. I know who he is. I don't know him personally. Said to Byron New York, oh, man, the media, you know, what's the media's role? You guys are just making up the media's role in the collusion scandal. Byron York owns him in a response is really? Because if you do a basic Google search, Byron York counted over 2,200 something references to Russian collusion that to this day, nobody can prove happened on the Trump side. But there's a conclusive proof now that it happened on the Democrat and Obama administration side. This is the New York Times. Do not let them wiggle out of this. Desperately, desperately trying to wiggle themselves out of this collusion's fairy tale and trying to warn Republican lawmakers off. You better not look at Halper. We're going to blame you for anything that happens in the intelligence community if you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a hat tip to Jordan Schachtel. He's absolutely right, Schachtel. This is exactly what happened. The New York Times is running interference. Now, one final angle on this that's going to. I'm t- take t- write the check, folks. Write the check, cash it, spend the money. Don't even worry about it. This check will not bounce. How do we know? How do we know now that this story, the one I'm telling you, just to sum up quick, because the last bit is going to be the end, then I got to move on to something else. How do we know this narrative is likely true? The narrative is this. Halper is an intelligence community contact that we know. We know Halper's contacting Trump team officials. We know Halper's not doing it on his own volition. We know Halper's paid almost a million dollars. We know a whistleblower who exposes Halper is is attacked ruthlessly by the government and put in, in effect, a rubber room. The whistleblower, is try, they try to silence him. We know Halper's paid by the government to contact the Trump team. We know these contacts may go back as far as 2014 before Flynn was even part of the Trump team because Flynn was doing what? He was an intelligence community official that probably had the goods on Obama who was speaking out about Obama administration policies. That may be paragraph one. They try to set up Flynn. They invite Flynn to this Cambridge intelligence seminar is a Russian at the table. They allege, oh, look, these untoward interactions with this Russian woman. Oh, my gosh. The Russian woman's laughing like, what is this? This is crazy. They've got nothing on him. In 2016, though, all of a sudden, that information about Flynn and the Russians was repackaged back through Halper into the intelligence community. But that's not enough to start a collusion narrative because the woman denies it and they have no hard evidence. They move on. What else do we do? What else do we do? Well, in March, Trump named two foreign policy advisors, Carter Page and George Papadopoulos. Hey, Stefan, get to work, pal. Stefan magically emails Carter Page and Papadopoulos. Stefan teaches at this Cambridge intelligence seminar with a former UK intelligence official by the name of Dear Love. Dear Love can't stand Trump. Read the quotes in my book. Dear Love's associated with this Hacklett firm that hires a bunch of former intelligence officials. Hacklett, who else is associated with that? Oh, Downer, who had a leavage board, but was one of the was uh, was associated with the firm for a long time and still attends functions. Downer meets with this Trump guy, Papadopoulos, who was recently announced. And all of a sudden, the collusion narrative is birthed, according to the FBI's air quotes, paragraph one, because their Flynn narrative failed. You get you tracking, Joe. The page yeah. narrative failed too. Yeah. 
They tried to rope in Page. Where did they invite Page? Where did Halper invite him? Oh, the Cambridge Intelligence Seminar, the exact place Flynn was invited. But it turns out Halper the whole time is the one with deep connections to the Russians. On money. Intel officials. This was not exposed up until yesterday. The collusion narrative is a real one with the Obama administration, the Clinton team, and people they use to gather information on the Trump team that have substantial, deep, troubling ties to Russian money and Russian former intel. Now, this is the point I was going to leave you with. What leads me to believe that this story arc is absolutely true at this point? Or it leads me to believe that the evidence here, I should say, is strong and substantial. After the election in November, when Trump wins, Joe, panic sets in. We have the suspicious Susan Rice email. Remember the yep. one she sends to herself? Well, yeah, Obama said to handle everything by the mm-hmm. book. Uh, you just sent yourself an email Say, who does that? After the election, what does Halper and Dear Love do? They leave the Cambridge Intelligence Seminar. They invited Page to, and they invited Flynn to. They leave it citing what, Joe? Undue Russian influence on the Cambridge Intelligence Seminar, citing the very same guy, the Russian, that gave them money for this journal they were publishing out of the Cambridge Intelligence Seminar. Please track what I'm telling you. (laughs) After the election, people are on the toilet bowl like they've taken a gallon of Metamucil. What do I do now? Oh my gosh, my tummy hurts. Donald Trump won. We've been trying to set this guy up uh, since 2015. The UK intelligence officials are exchanging information with John Brennan from the CIA. We already know this stuff. This has already been reported by left-leaning outlets. What do we do? Our scandal is going to be exposed. We tried to take down Flynn. Let's have him arrested. Let's shut him up. We've got to shut this thing down. This is a, Joe, this is a cleanup operation at this point. How do we shut down this information laundering operation we were running with Bruce Orr, the spying operation through Halper, and the setup through Mifsud and others? How do we shut this down? We got to start locking people up. Let's call for a special counsel. Let's go back to our buddy Jim Comey. Well, what are we going to do, though? What are we going to do? Halper's sitting there with his buddy Dealoff. What are we going to do? We're still part of this Cambridge Intelligence Seminar. And we know that we invited these people here. And we know that we're tied to Russians. I taught a course with them. Oh, bad news. We're going to have to resign. And we're going to have to issue a public statement that we're leaving because of undue Russian influence. You taught a course with this guy, Joe. This Russian, General Trubnikov, from 2012 to 2015, you knucklehead. Oh. Conveniently, after the election, you leave because you're citing undue Russian influence that didn't bother you for three years. They leave. They make a big public spectacle of leaving. Look, we're distancing ourselves from these Russian connections. Folks, why would they do that? Why would they do that? The answer is, After the election, remember they did this in December, Joe, after the November election. Mm -hmm. Joe, what happens right after a president is elected? He becomes what? The president-elect. He doesn't become the president until January. Mm -hmm. He becomes the president-elect, and there's a transition period. Let me ask you a question, Joe. You think in December, President-elect Donald Trump is starting to get intelligence briefings? I would think so. 
You would think yeah. right, Joe. <laughs> you would think absolutely right. President doesn't walk into office on day yeah. one naive. He gets intelligence briefings in the transition yeah. period. You think Donald Trump may be getting wind that something is awry in the intelligence community right around December? Yeah, I think he uh, sniffed something out there. Yeah. Yeah. You're darn right he sniffed yep. something out. You think people may be starting to panic and it may be filtering back through the intelligence community that used Halper. Hey, man. They're on to your game. Oh, man, what do we do now? What do we do now? We better quit this Cambridge Intelligence Seminar. We better quit ASAP. And we better blame the Russians and make it look like we're the white knights in this whole thing. Folks, this thing stinks. And again, I know a lot of you from the emails I get. There are about 98, 99% people enjoy the Spygate story. I know some of you may not. But folks, understanding this story is the key to not just understanding the anti-Trump ecosystem, the swamp. It's an understanding to see what can happen when government and accountability lapse over time with this false sense of security that the republic will defend itself. Folks, it won't. The Constitution, I'm sorry, it is a piece of parchment. It is paper. The Constitution only matters because we're vigilant and we think it matters. It did not matter for eight years under Barack Obama and to be candid after the signing of the Patriot Act 702 and other things. It is time for us as a citizenry to start asking our legislators what kind of a country we want to be. Not asking, demanding answers. What happened here? What happened A decorated lieutenant general in the United States military was charged with a crime for a crime the FBI agents who interviewed him didn't admit. Turns out weaponized United States intelligence assets like Halper may have been working against him as far back as 2014 for fictitious crimes. These weaponized U.S. intelligence assets may have been targeting other U.S. citizens, Carter Page and Papadopoulos, using foreign intelligence sources from Russia. And foreign intelligence sources from even friendlies in the United Kingdom. This doesn't bother you. This is horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. Read the Sarah Carter. It's at sarahacarter.com. It is up at the show notes. Read the Chuck Ross piece. It's in the show notes today. It talks about the media's role in this too. And again, you'll also understand why after you read the Chuck Ross piece, why the New York Times is desperately trying to make this go away. They had a role in all of this. They're reporting. The reporting of media outlets was being used to buttress FBI stories. What's the problem? The reporting came from FBI leaks. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, one final end. I got a story here. Another important story about the Hillary email thing, which is even worse. Daily Caller's been crushing it lately. Uh, today's show brought to you by our buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. One of my favorite products out there. I use it. My kids use it. My wife uses it. Is Field of Greens. You know, why does Field of Greens matter? It matters because we all know fruits and vegetables, voluminous consumption of fruits and vegetables is a key to good cognition, good physical health, good mental health. We're supposed to eat good. A lot of us don't. We just don't have time. I know when I'm traveling back and forth, I barely have the time to eat a vegetable. Forget about a fruit or anything. I just wolf down like a turkey sandwich and you know if there's a piece of uh, arugula on it you're like there you go vegetables for the day no good 
Not going to work. Joe likes that. Field of Greens. This is the answer to your problems. Insurance. This is like fruit and vegetable insurance for your active lifestyle. You will feel better. You will think better. This is I do when I take this stuff. It's incredible. It is ground up, healthy, vibrant, life-enhancing fruits and vegetables. They grind it up. This is real food, though, folks. This is not... It's not a supplement in the traditional sense. This is real food. It's not extract. It's not those crappy pills. Some of those other fruit and vegetable supplements try to market. This is real ground up, wholesome fruits and vegetables into a good tasting powder. You put it in uh, green tea. You put it in juice. You're going to love it. It's called Field of Greens. I can't say enough about it. I have felt terrific since I started taking it. It is your vegetable and fruit insurance for your active lifestyle. Go check it out. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Try Field of Greens and take a note. Take a note when you start taking it, how you feel and how you feel about 10 days later. Give it some time. These fruits and vegetables, you know, the, the micronutrients, the macronutrients, the life enhancing compounds in these fruits and vegetables, they'll, they'll make you a better man, better woman. Go check it out. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Check out Field of Greens. Really terrific product and it tastes great too. All right. Um, Another bombshell story at the Daily Caller. Internal sources up on the Hill, Joe, are now releasing what we've known for a long time. And what we we reported, Joe, you and I, two years ago now. Um, I'm not trying to take credit for it, but we We did. did. Uh, That's just the facts. The Clinton email server was hacked. This is not new again, but... The Daily Caller story is very precise in the detail of it, and I encourage you to read it at the show notes today. Apparently, the ICIG, the Intelligence Community Inspector General, folks, according to sources up on the Hill, reported as far back as 2015 that a Chinese-owned company located in Virginia associated with the Chinese intelligence services had hacked in to the Clinton server and managed to implant one of these duplication devices that sent Hillary's emails over to the Chinese intel sources. Now, this is a meticulously sourced story with names and all. I encourage you to read it. But this again, why is this story interesting now? Because I, I, most of us already suspected that the server was hacked. What's interesting is who was briefed about it. So the source from the intelligence community inspector general contacts the FBI. And according to the allegations in the story, he briefs who about it? Oh, Peter Stroke. Peter Stroke, FBI agent extraordinaire. And I use that extraordinaire term loosely. I mean, anti-extraordinaire. What does he do? He's the guy running the Clinton email investigation and the one who later runs the Trump investigation. And they conveniently make the Clinton email investigation go away. And according to the allegations in the story, after he briefs uh, Peter Stroke, the intelligence community says, hey, this woman's server, Mrs. Clinton, was hacked. The Chinese have copies of her email. The story just conveniently disappears and Stroke does almost nothing with it. Folks, the level of corruption here. Do you Again, I can't tell you this enough. For all of you who believe out there, and some do, that there is some kind of big like white hat operation going on with Mueller to take down all these people that in other words Mueller's a good guy he is not a good guy I don't believe the Trump team is completely naive to what's going on I think Huber and I do believe the Sessions Justice Department does have some significant stuff going on and I know I'll be I'm confident I'll be proven right not telling you Sessions has done everything right I am absolutely frustrated with Sessions as you are the pace of this investigation uh, into the Spygate scandal and the Clinton email thing has been horridly slow i get it 
but I've never been more confident now that there are things going on behind the scenes. Now, are we going to get indictments out of Hillary Clinton officials on this? I'm not sure. I'm not going to tell you something I, I, I can't back up, that I can't back up with hard facts. I'm not sure. But I am sure of this. This investigation into the Clinton email operation is not over. That once they locate, well, I shouldn't say locate. According to the report, they already know the name of the firm. If these records are somehow located and the FBI, as I reported to you last week on that other story, which may still have a copy of the Anthony Weiner computer, if not the copy themselves at Quantico, if they still have these 640,000 emails and it turns out that there were, it was even more classified information exchanged in these emails, each email will be a separate charge. Folks, I'm not convinced this is over yet. The fact that they warned Stroke about it, who was investigating the Trump team and also investigating the Clinton email investigation is key. Why? Because remember, Joe, this is this is the coup de grace. Remember, during the Stroke hearing, when they were going over the IG report, on the Clinton email investigation, the liberals celebrated. Oh, they said no bias. No, 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 no. That is not what the report said. What the report said is they couldn't prove specific incidences of bias in the decision making, but they were crystal clear that number one, Stroke was willing to take willful action and the FBI officials against the Trump team based on their tweets. And secondly, they could not prove this is key and it relates exactly to this piece and why I'm sure there are things going on. It says conclusively they could not prove that the prioritization of investigating Trump over Mrs. Clinton was free from bias. Don't forget that line. Don't forget that. Because remember, there is another investigation going on right now. Some of you forgot this. Don't forget this. There is an investigation going on right now into DOJ FBI malfeasance in the in the uh, selection of the Trump team investigation, the spying operation, and the suppression of the, of the Clinton-Hillary uh, investigation, Hillary Clinton email investigation. That matters here because this leak may be the central key to this whole thing. You picking up what I'm putting down, mm-hmm. Joe? In other words, that they actually briefed mm-hmm. Stroke on classified materials stolen by Chinese companies. Stroke did nothing with it and immediately moved on to what? Prioritizing the Trump investigation despite no evidence that the collusion was actually happening. That may be the core focus of the next Inspector General report. And I see a strategic leak here coming out to prepare the American people that this next Inspector General's report is going to be very ugly. This is not going to be a good day for the DOJ and the FBI. You get it? Yeah. We, the fact that they let them know that the Chinese may have stolen these emails and Stroke did nothing. This may be the straw that breaks the camel's back in the next report. Man, stacked show today. I had a lot more I couldn't even get to. Uh, I'll try to get to more of it on my NRA TV show tonight, 530 NRATV.com. And please um, subscribe. 
to our uh, email list at Bongino.com. I can send you these emails, these these articles I pull every day. You don't have to go to my website. Uh, I'll send them to your email if you want to. They're at Bongino.com. Um, subscribe to the show. And thanks again, everybody who picked up new T-shirts at the Chum Store. Uh, shout out to our our, uh, our team over there at Tycoon Creative. They did a great job designing a new shirt, so we appreciate it. Thanks a lot, folks. I will see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.